This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. Others call it non-dual awareness, liberation, enlightenment, or spiritual awakening. It is the heart of all spiritual traditions. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon. This is Marshall Davis. Jesus talked a lot about children. I haven't done a comparative study, but I would not be surprised if he talked more about children than any other spiritual teacher. Furthermore, his comments concerning children are positive. In contrast, when the Apostle Paul talks about children, it's usually in a negative manner. For example, in his famous love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, he says, When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. And he says, The next chapter, brethren, do not be children in your thinking. In the same epistle, he uses a child as an example of spiritual immaturity. He says, brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. He says in another letter, when we were children, we were slaves to the elemental spirits of the universe. The only time Paul uses the word in a positive manner is when he refers to us as children of God. But Jesus lifted up children as models of spirituality, as having something that we do not. According to Jesus, children have something to teach us. On one occasion, the disciples came to Jesus asking, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a child to come to him and put him in front of his disciples and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Then he goes on to say, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble It would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Jesus is saying that these little ones already believe naturally, and adults lead them astray. In the following chapter, it says, Then children were brought to him that he may lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked the people. But Jesus said, let the children come to me and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. Then he laid his hands on them and blessed them. Here we see the difference between the disciples' attitude toward children and Jesus' attitude. They wanted nothing to do with kids, seeing them as a nuisance. But Jesus lifted them up as examples of the kingdom of God. These verses that I quote are just in two chapters of one gospel. There are a number of others in the other gospels. And Jesus teaching children represented the kingdom of heaven. 
which in other spiritual traditions is called enlightenment or awakening or nirvana or liberation or self-realization or any number of other terms. Children know naturally what adults have forgotten. I'm reading a book now by Bill Lindley entitled Truth on the Run, subtitled Christian Advaita. There's so little written about non-duality by Christians that it's a real blessing when I find a, a good one. And a listener recommended this book to me. And even though I'm only a third of the way through, about 150 pages into it, I can recommend it for those who are coming at non-duality from a Christian background. Lindley was a former Anglican monk and a Christian mystic. And this book is a collection of blog posts that he wrote in 2010 and 2011, shortly before his death. In one post about Mr. Rogers, he relates this story. He says, the story is told of a three-year-old who has just had a new baby in the house. One day, the parents found the three-year-old curled up in the baby's crib with the newborn. What are you doing? The child was asked. I was just sitting with the baby, the child said. I was trying to remember. I had forgotten so much. When we are born, we abide in non-dual reality naturally and effortlessly. It is our natural condition. Everything is one experientially for a newborn. And then we forget. We slowly learn to differentiate between us and our environment, us and others. And by the time we are two years old or so, the separate self is becoming that primary way of being. At that point, we have not lost or forgotten everything that we knew when we were born, but we're on the way. We are in two worlds when we are young. We still intuitively know the oneness that was and is our true nature, but we are beginning to identify with our new separate personality that is being developed by the brain as it learns to relate to our physical environment and our social environment. And in time, we completely forget what we once knew. The spiritual life is about remembering what we had forgotten. It is becoming a child again. That is what Jesus was talking about in his famous conversation with the Pharisee leader Nicodemus. It is what Jesus meant when he said that we must be born anew or born again. Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born anew, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He's not referring to an evangelical conversion experience. He's not talking about baptismal regeneration like in the Roman Catholic Church. He was talking about becoming a child again experientially. 
spiritually having a second naivete. So Nicodemus was not so off base when he responded, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Nicodemus is often ridiculed for taking Jesus literally, but he was on the right track. It is just that Jesus was talking spiritually, metaphorically, rather than physically, literally. The way into the kingdom of God is to go back. That is one meaning of the biblical word repent that Jesus used when he said repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It means to turn around, to do a 180 degree turn. It has other meanings also. And I've talked a number of times on how it, how that, that word metanoia means beyond the mind. And that is true. But the way most people interpret this word repent is that it means going back. It means to backtrack. The problem is that we do not backtrack far enough. We need to go all the way back to the beginning, not just to when we became conscious of some sin, but when we became conscious of ourselves, when we chose duality over non-duality. This is the meaning of the Garden of Eden story. The primordial humans ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You could call this a tree of duality. Good and evil are the archetypal opposites, you know, symbols of all dualities. We fell into duality and we need to return to non-duality. We have to get back to the garden as Joni Mitchell wrote and as Crosby, Stills, and Nash sang in the song Woodstock, says we are stardust, we are golden, we are billion-year-old carbon, and we've got to get ourselves back to the garden. That is what, according to the lyrics, the child of God says in this, in this song. In the Genesis story, Adam and Eve are expelled from the garden and cherubim with a flaming sword are set by God to guard the gate to the garden so that they will not eat of the tree of life. What is usually missed in interpreting this ancient myth is that the tree of life was not originally forbidden to humans. To get back to the garden, and to get back to the tree of life, they had to go through the cherubim with the flaming sword. I see that meaning that we have to die. And that could be physically die, because then we're back to the garden. But it also means to spiritually, psychologically die to our separate self. We go through the fire. We return to what we were before. We die to self. And then we eat 
of the tree of life. To become a child again is remembering. The word remember means to come back together. Dismember means to come apart. To remember means to be united again. In other words, we become one again. But in fact, we were never not one. We simply forgot that we were one. To become one is to remember what we have always been, but have forgotten. That's what Jesus meant when he said that little children are of the kingdom of God, and that we have to become like the little children to enter the kingdom of God. That is what he meant when he said that we must be born anew, born from above, born of God. We return to the garden, to the womb of God, and are born again. We wake up and we see the kingdom of God. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.